Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Life in General podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Ian. And Ian, we're finally back in person. It's yes, only we taken, are. It's only been like a month or a little over more. a month, like six weeks. No, it wasn't no six weeks. Well, it's either six weeks or four weeks because it's every two weeks. <clears throat> well, but we had one episode come out after that, so we only had like a month. Oh, so it was really like five weeks then? Something like that, I okay. think. We, yeah, because we only recorded four episodes remotely. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. a, a month. But we're back. Temporarily, yeah. maybe. I don't <laughs> <Right>. know. <laughs> Who knows? It depends on what my schedule ends up being. So what's going on, man? Nothing. I ask you the same thing every single episode. What do you want me to say? I don't know. My foot itches. Speaking of that. <laughs> what? <laughs> How is it a segue? So, I, like, so, we get, so if you guys don't know, Ian and I work in the emergency department, and sometimes we see some really strange stuff come in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was uh, at check-in. I, I like work in the triage area a lot, but so I was out in triage a couple nights ago, and we, like I said, it's it's we it, see some strange we things. see some strange stuff, and this wasn't like super strange, but it was like it was a night where there was like I don't know sixty five people in our waiting room, so it's like super busy, super packed, and this guy comes in, and he's like, I'm like, oh okay, what well, you're coming to see the doctor, and he's like, yeah, I've got this itch on my leg, like, <laughs> wait. So the the like the screener nurse is like, uh, or what well, is it like a rash or anything like that? And he's like, no, no, man, my leg's just fine. It just itches really bad. Like you're coming to the emergency for department. dry skin, basically. <laughs> 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 On a night like this, where it's like a ten and a half hour wait in the waiting room, right? And you're going to be a priority five for that. <laughs> you're, be... you're not seeing the doctor till the morning. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh my god, Andy was an employee. The sun will be up before you see the doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like oh my god interesting i was like i mean i've seen some like really dumb stuff i've seen people come in with like ingrown toenails yeah which i guess can get infected they can i'm they assuming can, and but sometimes once in a while they get bad enough where you need to have surgery for them but the emergency department's not going to do that for you no i saw one guy that uh, he came in his toenails were so long that they like curled over the tops of his toes and they started growing into his toes <laughs> I don't know if it was like gross. Sorry, I didn't mean to cough into the microphone yeah, there. I did it just before you did. Um, <clears throat> I got the Rona. Uh, but uh, no, I, I don't think they like entered into his feet. They were like, I don't know, like shells that covered the front, like, <laughs> protected the front of his toes. I've got, I don't know. It was pretty disgusting. Yeah, but, I would imagine. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, so that's how your itch turned into what was a little okay, I story. guess. That was totally unplanned. I mean, <laughs> like most things are on the right? show. <laughs> oh man! So. I'll uh, we, so we do have a topic we are going to try to talk about today because I don't really have a whole lot of stuff like uh, no. off topic. To talk I think about. this is going to be one of those just our opinions of it. Wait a second, Ian. Isn't every episode we do just like our opinion? Right, of yes, something? but there's also a blend of opinion with some fact that whatever you find. Yeah. But the topic we're talking about today, there's not like a whole lot you can dig up. No, not really. What's a, what? Uh, what is our topic? What was it? Um, so Ian Ian picks all of our topics. Now. I do, and I never know what I'm talking about. <laughs> can society reverse the division that social media has created? Not without it disappearing for about twenty years. All right, that's all we got today, guys. Uh, thanks. <laughs> 
No, uh, which yeah, which won't happen. I mean, no. It's it's interesting. I, hold on, I I screen. So I just happened to be on Facebook last night. And I took a couple of screenshots, and I was going to send them to you. And I was like, no, nah, how about I save that for the show to talk about? Right. Because uh, it's uh, let me hold on, let me pull it up. Because I thought this was something that. Uh, kind of goes along with the social media division kind of thing and this is somebody that uh, this is not something that they shared this appears to be something that they wrote this mm-hmm. is a a post of this is a friend of a friend on Facebook. no it's a friend of a friend wait it's the mother of a friend, friend, of, a friend. of a friend okay on facebook so i i do know this person casually, peripherally very like but i haven't seen these people for like 30 years or more right? oh okay um, and they were always kind of like right wing when I was younger too, and I knew it, like because I, I guess I've been like a, a politically aware person since you know I was probably well the the uh, Bush Senior was elected in eighty eight, so I was you yeah. know, so I was probably nine years old, roughly. Yeah, sounds about right. So around that the, the eighty eight election is when I kind of started getting into mm-hmm. politics, which nowadays sounds really strange because. With my kids, I couldn't imagine them being like politically aware. At, well, they are at, to at, to the degree that they they hear what you have to say. And, I guess, I guess, you know. And then, and your kids are at least on a social level on yeah, the social that's, issues. That's, that's true. That is very true. So this is what uh, this is. I'm going to try to read this. This is kind of long, but not really. So mm-hmm. it says uh, this was a this is from 2020 also. So this okay. is from last year. Okay. It says uh, so. Trump's antibiotic. So Trump's antibodies are being used to cure the Rona, in quotation marks. The vaccine will be called Trumpicillin, and everyone will get the vaccine and have a small amount of Trump injected into them to cure the China virus. (laughs) Its known side effects will be sudden urges to work, ability to endure constant criticism without safe space, um... Increased uh, increased testicular fortitude and decreased estrogen levels in men. This is a medical miracle and will not only cure the Rona, but will cure millennialism. Like, how do you fucking talk to someone like that? And, <laughs> well, let's, like, how do you, let's how break do you that reason down. with somebody like you that? You can't, but let's break that down. First of all, the only thing that could possibly come out of Trump's blood, other than possibly an STI would be a lot of cholesterol. <laughs> that's that's probably the case for me also, but true, but I would say your diet's still probably healthier than his. <laughs> uh second, um enduring criticism? Trump can't endure criticism. No, that's the whole, that was the funny thing that like I was reading that the very first thought I the very first thought that popped into my head was like the man has extremely thin skin like he has sued fucking everybody in the media that has you know come out against him. Bill Maher made a joke about him um, being related to an orangutan. Yes, and Donald he got Trump sued, sued for five million dollars. Yes, yes, over that. So, what you call safe spaces for millennials, Trump has a safe space too. It's called litigation. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's funny though because I I see a lot of this stuff over and over again. There was a post like. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember when it was. It was several weeks back. <clears throat> I think it was just after September 11th. And there was this, like, post. It was September 11th related. And then I I just happened to, like, click. Someone posted some, like, crazy bullshit on, on 
Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And I happened to click on the – it was shared from another site. So I clicked on the other site and was, like, looking through that site's Facebook feed and came across this, like, crazy um, – thing it was like i don't even remember what it was about it was so september 11th related but then the conversation somehow turned into afghanistan and then masks right because there's a so, direct line right there. I, I, yeah i know so i was kind of going back and forth with people on on the site and a couple of days ago someone messaged me like this was like weeks ago mm-hmm. that i had this conversation and someone messaged me a couple uh a uh, couple days ago it was yesterday actually i think and they were like um oh when you lay in bed with your wife do you wear a mask I was like, what kind of fucking idiot are you? Right. So I messaged her back and I was like, I said something along the lines of, uh, uh, no, but I'm sure every man that's ever been with you puts a bag over your head. Because <laughs> in Messenger, I can't get, they won't ban you for shit you say in Messenger, so no. I can be as nasty as I fucking want. Right. But don't come in my fucking DMs, DMs <laughs> like that. That's funny. <laughs> so I'm like, really? Like, it, it, it's social media is such a toxic, toxic place. Mm-hmm. It is, and it, that's what I mean. It's like that's kind of what made me think of it. it's like as toxic as it is, and the damage it's already done. Could it even be undone, considering the fact that it's probably not even done damaging everything that it, yeah. you know that it could. So the interesting thing about Facebook and specifically is the algorithm that Facebook uses. So, like the more conversation there is on a post the more it gets like pushed by facebook right so if you're you know um you know political candidate x right uh the only way you really are going to get any traction on social media is to have these like long threads these long comment threads Mm -hmm. so the only way you do that is by being negative and having those negative comments because you want people to go back and forth in that thread because then you get pushed in the algorithm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where, you know, sites like Facebook have become this this tool of division. The cesspool? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is because it's just not, uh, you know, it, it, it's just the way that they push information out there. And obviously, you know, there, there's lots of, um, you know, fake um, Facebook accounts, I still run into them quite often, and I try to flag them whenever I find them. Because my thing is, look, if you're, if I see you post like multiple crazy batshit things on there, and then I click on your profile, and you're a new profile, and uh, like you have nothing on there, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna mark you as, you know, I'll just flag you and let Facebook deal with it. Deal with it. So. But you know, it, it's because there are agents out there. I don't really want to point to Russia or whoever the hell it is, but there are people out there, groups of people out there, probably countries out there, Mm -hmm. that have a vested interest in the division in the United States. Of course. Festering division, festering distrust. Uh, And, I mean, I I just don't see how we get away from that, though. We can't. Social media is, is something that's now ingrained in the fabric of our society. Well, I noticed YouTube just recently started banning all videos that were like anti-vaxxing videos. Yeah. And they've gone on about, they, they banned a lot of conspiracy theory videos. Is that the answer? I mean, is that, do the, does extreme censorship become the answer to that? Because I, I see that that, that could be, cause problems as well, you know? You know, I don't know. <clears throat> because, 
Whenever you censor things like that, what's the first thing people say? They're censoring you. They're well, they're, you're, 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 it's free, free speech, speech, right? Which free speech, if you don't know, free speech, free speech does not apply to private organizations, right? Like yeah, Facebook. Facebook, and they all have the right to do that. But is free, is that freedom, the answer? Freedom of speech only applies to the government, right? Yeah, all, the government it only, can't. It only do means anything. the government can't can't right. uh, limit your speech. Uh, but I, I, that's kind of a murky kind of argument, though, right. because we get into that that same like rights argument when it comes to face masks mm-hmm. um, and vaccines, vaccines in particular. Because I I had this conversation with somebody just recently, just in this past week, <clears throat> about um, you know because her whole thing is well, it's 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 my right to choose what happens with my body. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a woman, then it has to do with reproduction. Well, it was a woman that said that, but well, yeah. Yeah. that's why I pointed to the re- reproduction. <clears throat> yeah. So, but you know, and my what I said back to her was, and we were we were having this this conversation in person, and my whole thing was, okay, you're right, you have the right to do with whatever you want with your body, until that right injures or harms another person. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to somebody that works in the medical field. And I said, well, you know, yes, you have the right to not get that 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 vaccine, uh, but you might not be able to work in healthcare because of it, right? Because you're potentially putting more than one other person at risk. Yes, yes. And that's kind of my whole thing. It's the same thing with like I know we don't have crowded theaters right now, but you can't go in a crowded theater and yell fire because it's the mm-hmm. same thing. Right. Yes, you have the right to say that. You're going to go to jail when people fucking die though or get right. injured. You know, so there, there. I don't think I don't honestly. I don't think that would cause the problems that it would when that was discussed. If you walk into a theater and go fire, everyone's just going to move, just lift their phones up. Yeah, just go where? That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> so let's I, see, I let, don't. Let's see if I can go I mean, viral. The argument, the arguments sound, but the 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 um. We'll go to ex, the example is not anymore. Going yeah. your your freedom of speech does not allow you to create. Chaos and potential harm to other people. Yes, yes. You know, and, and, and not to get too far off of social media topic, but uh, well, it is. I mean, free speech is kind of part of it. Yeah. So there is. Well, I'm, this is kind of along the vaccine thing. Mm-hmm. So I was. Uh, so the 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 class I'm in for nursing school. Apparently, there's a lot of people that have gotten religious waivers for vaccines. I think they should have to show in the Bible where it says you can't get vaccines. Well, my whole thing is I don't think there should be a religious no, waiver for the vaccine. The only waiver for the vaccine is if you have a documented medical reason. Like we work with somebody whose daughter has um, is immunocompromised and she has had severe reactions to other vaccines previously. Mm-hmm. So she can't get vaccinated. But everyone else in their damn family is vaccinated because they don't want to kill her. Right. You know, so that's the whole kind of point about it, the, of the whole thing is, mm-hmm. you know, is, is stopping, not only stopping the spread, but also stopping the creation of other variants of this damn right. virus. Because these unvaccinated people are working as Petri dishes for these yes. viruses. Yeah. So I was at clinical this week and I was working with this, this uh, younger nurse and she seemed really nice. And um, she brought it up to me. Though well, I shouldn't say that. There was a large conversation on the floor we were in because none of the nurses on that floor are vaccinated because they all got religious waivers. And so we were like walking down to the room that we were that we were going to. She made some kind of comment about, oh, you know, did they, um, 
did she goes, oh, did you get a religious waiver? And I was like, no, no, I, I got vaccinated back in December. <laughs> and she was like, oh, really? I said, yeah, they, they, I was vaccinated. I think December 20th was my first mm-hmm. shot. And she was like, oh, and that was the last I heard of vaccinations the entire time I was there. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Everyone keeps saying people I've talked to and, I, and they, they're like, well, I don't want I don't. The, the research isn't there. We don't know what's going to do to you. Three billion people worldwide have been vaccinated. Know, we know. know what it's going to do to you. It, it, that's it's, it's not even it's a d- dead argument. Yeah. And when it comes to religious exemptions outside of Jehovah's Witnesses, mm-hmm. like, ev- like leaders in every other major religion have all come out in favor of vaccines, the vaccine, right? This particular vaccine, I believe the Pope said it was something like uh, proof of lo- of God's love for humanity or something along those lines. So how can you how can you take the Bible? And the funny thing is, is uh, there's been uh, quite a few Christians that I've talked to about this, um, and they they point to all these different Bible verses as as evidence of why they can't get vaccinated. And my whole thing is, well, that's not what that verse is about, right? Well, like, first of all, because when it was written, there was no fucking virus. There's no yeah, vaccine. There's no vaccine. They didn't even know what the germ, what germs were. Yeah. Interestingly enough, do you know insulin wasn't used until 1922? I just found that out yesterday. I didn't know that. Uh, I, I, what I, I was could, thinking like, oh, probably sometime in the eight, early 1800s. No, it was 1922 was the first time insulin was used. I heard someone say that um, George Washington had required his troops to get vaccinated, but I didn't know they had vaccinations back then. I'm not sure. I don't know Maybe. what vaccines vaccines they would have had in the 1700s. 1700s I don't I don't think so. so. I I didn't think so either, but I just never got around to checking it out to see. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm uh and originally when they started doing all this stuff, uh when they started mandating vaccines and I think we even talked about it one day while, while we were out uh, record shopping was mm-hmm. um my thing was at that time, yeah, you know, you can't really infringe on people's on people's religions. Uh, when it comes to vaccines, but it's hard to make that argument when I said, like I said, you know, leaders in every single major religion have all come out in favor of, of vaccination. Do you think, though, that religious? By the way, the state of New York got rid of the uh, religious right um, aspect of it. What? When does someone's? I mean, because we've had this. We had this. We were just talking about how freedom of speech has its consequences and its limits. When does someone's religious freedom, to what point does it, how how much does it have to impact the greater good before it becomes null and void? Your religious freedom, which is the thing that people always talk about, religious freedom. Mm-hmm. Your religious freedom, you're allowed to have your religious freedom until your religious freedom negatively impacts someone else. Well, the, these religious exemptions are negatively impacting I, the entire fucking planet. That's why I just said... There should not be one. Right. But that's what I know. But my point is, is that they're still yeah. allowing it to happen. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest exemption out there. Yeah. And I, and I, and it's, it's, it's kind of crazy to me that people are, I've, I've heard people, um, almost like brag about getting their, getting, yeah. getting their religious exemptions. And, you know, I, I, this is going to sound bad, but I, I, I can't have sympathy. I will. I don't have sympathy for people that get sick 
Like, if you've gone through that process, if something is available for you to not get, you know, uh, uh, um, deathly ill, and I'm not saying you have to, you're right. There's not a, a, a ton of people that are going to die that are unvaccinated. There are some. There's a good percentage of people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a huge number, but there are there are a lot of people that are going to get sick enough to require medical attention. Right. Well, it's and, it's the fact that the hospitals are overwhelmed by these people who may not die, but they're getting sick enough to hold up beds from heart attacks yeah. and stuff. So that's that's where it's becoming yes, there's an there's the issue of mutation, there's the issue of people dying. But the fact is, is it's putting such a strain on every aspect of the healthcare system in this yeah. country. And and a lot of the anti-vaxxers are the same people who are anti-universal healthcare. Yeah. So it's like you're you're kind of doubling up on your on your your damage you're doing to, yeah. to to society as a whole. There was one nurse that I I talked to briefly about it, and I thought this was really kind of strange because he said that uh, he had he said he's he has PTSD from early on in the pandemic mm-hmm. because they would see patients come in um, and then eventually get intubated and then die. Right. You know, that's kind of the, the progression that they went to. And this was in a, a hospital that is, that saw a lot more COVID cases, and a lot more COVID deaths than we did in our hospital. And so he said he's got PTSD from the, the COVID experience, but he's not vaccinated. That doesn't make any sense. It does not make any sense. Because it's like you see the problem, you're affected by the problem, but you're not doing the one little thing that that could help fix the problem. Yeah. And and it's funny too because I see, obviously, because we work in healthcare, you know, I think we're a little closer to it than than some other people are. But, uh, you know, also because I'm in nursing school, I see a lot of it there because, you know, I'm at clinicals at different hospitals, so I see a lot of stuff there. There's a lot, like a surprisingly large number, percentage of, uh, nurses that are vaccine hesitant. Yeah, I don't. I don't. And understand it's that. and it's primarily just that group in healthcare. You know, you don't, you're not seeing it with doctors. You're not you're seeing it with doctors. You're not seeing it with clerical staff. You're not seeing it with you know. I believe that like all the environmental services people, all those people are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's primarily nurses that you see that in, and I and I don't and, and it's. It's kind of strange to me because, you know, for decades and decades, nursing has always been one of the most one of one of the most respected uh, um, um, professions in our country. Mm-hmm. And now you're seeing this level of mistrust that through social media. See, I'm going to bring it back to social media. Yeah. Through social media, you're seeing these nurses, the, these trusted uh, professionals, uh, really kind of like regurgitating falsehoods and misinformation mm-hmm. on a pretty regular basis that I, I, I think damages the nursing profession. Well, I think it's, it's it can be damaging to any profession, but you're right. Uh, nursing being such a integral part of the healthcare system and dealing with a healthcare crisis in that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Real quick, uh, the first vaccine was for smallpox. 
and that was 1796. Okay. So, Edward Jenner. Bruce's great-grandfather? But it probably would have been great-great-great-grandfather. <laughs> um, or grandmother. He demonstrated it through uh, coming up with a um, vaccine for cowpox, which was a much weaker virus. But, but similar. But similar. So. Um, speaking of, like, nurses and, and, and misinformation and falsehoods. Um, Did you find on social media? No, this is just in general. This is something that happened today, actually. Oh, okay. So I was uh, I was at work today, and because uh, I picked up a four hour shift earlier today, and in uh, this nurse comes over and she was like, "Oh, I need to charge my phone." So she was like charging her phone, and the other person that was working next to me was like, "Oh, you know, you you didn't charge your phone last night?" And she's like, "No, I leave my phone out, out in my kitchen, and I forgot to plug it in." And the person I worked next to was like, uh, "Oh, it's, really? Why do you leave your your your?" Phone in the kitchen, and she was like, "The nurse goes, well, ever since my brother got brain cancer, you know, and the, and, and they've proven that cell phones cause brain cancer, and that they've proven that uh, cell phones cause testicular cancer in men, and like the whole time, I'm like just looking at the person next to me, like, what the fuck? <laughs> First so, of all, those so, things have never been proven. They've so, been studied, but they have not been proven. So a- after she walked away, I pulled it up on the computer. I pulled up the American Cancer Society, where they've got actually all that stuff listed on their website. And I'm like, look, it says right here that no no known link has ever been found between cell phones and cancer. And she was like, wow, that was really kind of weird, because the way she was talking about it, I kind of believed her. Right. The girl next to me said. And then uh, I was like, well... You also have to keep this in mind that a couple months back, that same nurse was telling me that uh, COVID was actually created in a lab in North Carolina and then taken to China to be released. So I was like, you, you, you have to consider and, and the who, source. And who said that the U.S. wasn't exporting anymore? Yeah, exactly. We export things. We yeah. export the China virus. Jesus Christ. No, yeah. I, I, I've, I, I, don't know, I, may have, I may have told you about this, but I don't know if I did. I avoided an argument with a nurse in peds because she had started talking to someone about how they felt about the mandate, the vaccine mandates. Yeah. And she said something about not getting your kids vaccinated. And I just asked her, I said, how did, I said, did they have their other vaccines? She goes, oh, yeah, I got them all vaccinated when they're kids. I said, well, what's the difference? Well, this one hasn't been studied. And that's yes, what I was just, that's, I just want to, she was, it's too new. I don't know what it, what's in it. And I just, I just turned my head. I didn't even go. Okay, I just turned my head and and ignored her the whole rest of the time because <laughs> that conversation was going to go down a very dark path. For anyone listening to this podcast, you can look it up. It's it's really easy to find. mRNA vaccines have been researched for fifteen fucking years. Right. There's nothing new about it, other other than the fact that it's never been implemented widespread. But right. now we have. A year's worth of data over, yeah. uh, you know, because they started, and that's the whole thing. That's how the, the the vaccine came out so fast in the pandemic is because they already had it. Right. The only thing, though, the only holdup was, and this is where I kind of give Donald Trump credit, was, you know, the pharmaceutical companies didn't want to take the financial risk of of uh, of producing all this with, you know, and and not knowing if they were going to get their money back. Right. So what what. You know, Operation Fast Track did was 
guarantee that money to pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. So, hey, look, guys, you've been listening to the show. We've been doing the show for five years. That's probably the first time. It might I, be the I've, second. I, I can't the remember second what it was. Time I've credited but I think, Donald Trump. I think we've both at least one other time <laughs> said something nice about the damn bastard. But, um, so, uh, but yeah, I mean that that was something mm-hmm. that you know without that without that guarantee from the United States government. Would there have been a vaccine? Yes, but I don't know if it would have been as fast. Right. Um, so, uh, I mean, I don't remember where the hell I was going with that. I, 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 well, just the, I, re- the, I realized I was crediting Donald Trump and it completely fucking threw me off. Killed it, it, probably, it was probably a little stroke he had. Part of your brain yeah. blew up. So, so we've had, you know, the, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's why the, 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 the vaccine came out so fast. So they've been, they've been studying this stuff, the, this vaccine, and how it's reacted in people for a, over a year and a half now. Not or, to mention or, that as we're speaking, like I, I think I even said this before we started recording. I may have said it after, I don't remember. Three billion people have been vaccinated. That's nearly half of the planet have been vaccinated. Half the planet hasn't fucking died. Yeah. I think we're all good. I will say that uh, I actually went and got my third shot today. So yeah, I got to set my my appointment for my booster. I I was told by the guy that gave me the shot that uh, the reaction the people are having the same reaction to the second to the third shot that they did with the second. second, So so what I'm I could be expecting is just a little bit of fatigue. So just uh. Drink plenty of water. You take uh, Tylenol, Motrin. Yeah, you know, yeah. I didn't get feverish. I just felt fatigued. Yeah, for about half a day. I felt like shit for like twelve hours after the next. Well, it was the next day after my shot. So that's right. why I wanted to get it done today because I'm off the weekend. Right. Granted, I've got a study for a huge exam on Monday, so that'd be fun. But mm. whatever. But um, yeah. So there's plenty of information about about the vaccine. There's, you know, people aren't forming aren't forming tails or third heads no. and people aren't dying because that was the other thing i've read from like so when they the, actually think it affects their dna which is well, i've heard well, that many times no, well yeah, well that i won't go into that because that's just a failure of basic biology from the from our education, education system yeah but um it, the the one thing that i've heard multiple times i heard people talk about it as far as like for the religious exemption and I've seen it online quite a bit because after I saw, after I talked to people about the about their religious exemptions, I kind of tried to I, I tried to look it up a little bit. And there's actually some religious organizations out there that have been telling people how to use their the exemptions. But the one thing I've seen multiple times was that the vaccine is the mark of the beast, mm-hmm. which makes absolutely no fucking sense. And and people are that's one of the the religious exemptions that people are using, mm-hmm. and and that's the whole thing is some organizations aren't even using religious exemptions. It's just quote unquote deeply held beliefs, right? Which what is that? Well, it's the my, same. My deeply held belief is that I'm a Republican and I don't trust anything that the deeply government held tells beliefs me. is a way to get around using religion when people point out that they're not using the religion. Yeah. accurately yeah essentially and, that, and that's and that's one thing that so to be honest and open about about the conversation here um ian and i have very different viewpoints when it comes to religion mm-hmm. we are on rather polar opposite sides of, of the religious conversation where i think we both kind of agree is is the the toxic um entity that is organized religion in the United States right now. 
specifically the United States because it's the evangelical yes. wing of the fundamentalist yeah. evangelical and wing. From, of, and from what I've seen is a lot of people that are getting these religious waivers are evangelical yes. Christians. Which, by the way, also is the largest uh, like religious group that, that voted for Donald Trump. Which is also weird because, like you pointed out, it was him who fast-tracked the fucking vaccine that they won't take. I know, Well, he was also the one that's, uh, you know... He got booed when he said that the people should take it. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, I don't know. It it just... um, So so when it comes to, like, their whole religious aspect, there's a lot... The big issue I have with a lot of um, religious people in this country is that uh, I I, I call them... what. I call them uh, uh, buffet Christians mm-hmm. because they want to take a little bit of this, a little bit of that, whatever works best to form their own twisted view, mm-hmm. and they want to ignore all the other stuff in the Bible. I'd argue that even the good ones do that too, but in the good, in a good sense, you, you cherry pick the good stuff. And I don't and think I cherry pick anything. No, no, I'm not specific. I'm not saying you. I'm saying. The good Christians just take the good stuff and follow the good stuff. The bad Christians take the bad stuff and follow the bad stuff. There's a lot of in between. There's a lot of shit in there. It's not, you know, it's the, not. A, it's the, not a ten-page pamphlet. <laughs> it's you know, it's you know, several hundred but it, pages. Because so. we, I think we've talked about it before, and I think that kind of goes back to the whole social media thing too. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, if you have a specific worldview, you're going to take whatever reinforces that worldview. Right. Whether it be aspects of religion or politics or, or, politics yeah. or social media. Right. Well, it does. It, it, it helps to enforce the echo chamber. Yes, because sure. on social media, you tend to kind of uh, get rid of a lot of the, the people that uh, have differing viewpoints. Yeah. Or it also gives you kind of the anonymity to... Um, be ultra verbally aggressive. Yes, and there's no dialogue. It just becomes yeah. attacks, verbal attacks. Yeah, because that's my that's always been my thing too. Is like, oh, you want to say that? I bet if I was walking on the fucking street towards you, you wouldn't fucking say right. that to me. Well, that's true of anybody on, <laughs> yeah. on so on anything. Um, when there's when there's a wall of a protective wall, yeah. like that, you're gonna they're gonna say whatever that comes to their head. Without any fear, because there's no there's no, no consequences. There's no, there's no consequences. Yeah. I can't reach. It's, I can't reach through the screen and punch you in the face. Right. You know, even pre Donald Trump, racists were very were very brave online. Yes. You know, and still to still are. They, they but, still are. You know, it, <laughs> I think they've gotten even worse. Right. You know, a white supremacist throwing the N word around online is not definitely not uncommon. But throw them into now, throw them in the middle of Detroit and see how well they yeah. how, how eager they are to say. Now, it. if you do that, though, you will get kicked off of Facebook. Right. Pretty yeah, but quick. there's. You oh, know, by the way, speaking of getting kicked off of Facebook, uh, we have. So, if you guys don't follow our YouTube channel, we've got a. Uh, a vinyl record YouTube channel. We also have a Facebook group for the record channel. Yep. For the YouTube channel. There was a gentleman that uh, I didn't know what happened, but he posted something in our group and was immediately, like, the post was removed by Facebook, and I have to, now for the next month, I have to manually approve every single one of his posts. Really? Did we find out what the post was? I did. Uh, do you remember when we did the um, we did a, a YouTube episode a while back about um, 
band, band covers. Band album covers. That's kind of what I thought it would be, but it was was it the one I was thinking of? Which one did you think? I it thought was? it was. I think it was Scorpions. No, he posted the Blind Faith one, which is the the very young topless girl. That was the that was the one that was removed from. That's what he posted. Oh, because he had bought um, a copy of the Blind Faith album, and that's the name of the band, right? <clears throat> I don't yeah, know. I think that's what it is. And uh, he bought a copy of it, and he couldn't find it on Discogs, so he posted pictures on the Facebook group to see if anyone else could help him figure out what version it was. Okay. And like he, he even said that he was immediately... Uh, wow. It was immediately removed from... I mean, I get it, but I, I mean, it's it's, it's, it w- a, it's a risk, risque cover, and it yeah. is it is probably, by today's standards, very inappropriate. But it was an innocent mistake, too. Yeah, but the thing is, and some people were kind of bitching back and forth about it. My whole thing is, is yeah, it is an album cover, but you're talking about, it, it. Facebook is a computer program. Right. You know, they're just going by the fact that you're posting a topless picture of a very, of a very young girl right. on Facebook. You know, so yeah, yeah just and, Oh yeah, and, I'm not, I would, and I'm I will not... say that I know of other instances where people have gotten uh temporarily banned on Facebook for album covers mm-hmm. and it's always naked children. Right. Cuz I know the the Houses of the Holy album cover got somebody banned a while back also. Yeah, that's that that one is is bad cuz it's like I don't know. I, I mean I I guess I understand it yeah. has it knows no bearing I'm they're not banning the album yeah. so they're they're it's fine you know uh, but I know that um, other people have not been banned for nudity on album covers because I think they're always like adults right so well I, Facebook I, I think... has standards for nudity too and and they'll they'll ban they will pull posts that have even adult nudity in them. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about, I, I, you know, the computer program should know that's an album cover, right? You know, well, theoretically, theor- theoretically. Yeah. It, it, the uh, funny thing the is, the computer is, program has the ability to know that's an album cover. How right. about that? The the funny thing is, is that and and it's innocent, but it's especially since the the Nevermind kid decided to sue Nirvana. That album cover has been on everything. <laughs> I will say. PP and all. It's I, all been I there. I will say that when I post a picture, because I posted a picture a while back of, of the album cover, I I black out the, the penis on the cover. Do of you? It. Yep. But, I mean, I've not, I have seen it only a couple times blacked out. It's yeah. very rare. It's yeah. usually in, you know, full full baby mode. There is actually, so there's a NoFX album called uh, Heavy Petting Zoo, mm-hmm. and the vinyl version of it uh it has definitely more of a uh i guess not really risque but i guess it kind of is album cover than the 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 normal album cover the the album cover is called eating lamb Mm -hmm. and it has a uh a a man and lamb kind of like 69ing Hmm. it's probably the best way to put it when i posted a picture of that album i fucking blurred that shit out too because the the facebook algorithm will come come around and find you yeah, I mean, there's just you know, it's it's one thing to have the album cover and have the album and in the privacy of your own home. It's not hurting anything when it comes to that yeah. specifically. You know, child. I'm not I'm not advocating for child pornography, but um, it you know I underst I understand the algorithm. Yeah. It makes sense because even though it might seem a little draconian at times, it is it is meant to be. Yeah. An important protection. I, I don't know if if 
I understand the child pornography aspect right, of right. it. Right, that's that's mainly I don't what I'm talking necessarily about. agree with anything else though. With like, as far as like nudity, mm-hmm. if it's in a private group, right? Because I know that's how Facebook used to be. Because back probably about six years or so ago, um, like right when Facebook groups like started becoming popular. There was a, a, it was when I worked at a different place before I worked at the hospital, but there was a group of people I worked with that were in a different private group that posted like. Full on pornography. Yeah. yeah. Full on pornography. Yeah. And nothing ever got banned in there, but it was a private group. So I think Facebook kind of excluded private groups from their search and or their. The Either that or, or it was strictly just the age appropriateness of, of the, of when they go into those groups, like they're still looking at those groups, and even if there's so, I know people that have been banned for like having adult nudity on album covers in other groups, in other private groups. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, maybe the standards are just changing. Maybe they had to because <laughs> they were finding too many situations where there was a trading of they, uh, you know child pornography with. Well, that's those why groups. I said like child pornography. You can get rid of that shit wherever the fuck it's at. Yeah, you got child pornography yeah. in your fucking group. Or you're posting child pornography, you're a sick motherfucker. Right. That's my point. It's they they may have had to just at the very least start like scanning private groups. Yeah. The same way they scan the normal feed. And maybe just w- to make sure that they're catching those things. And maybe they once do. they started scanning that stuff, they were like, Oh, maybe we should probably start looking at this shit. I mean, that's too. why Tumblr and all that start they, they put in bans on, on adult content too. Yeah. For that particular reason. It wasn't so much that it was pornography. I'm sure that helped when it came to getting people to advocate against, yeah. you know, that. But um, the idea was is that in, you know, for every thousand posts of, a, you know, consensual adult nudity, there were, you know, people were filtering in child yeah. images, and that, images. And, and, and that's why I kind of like separate the the private groups from like Facebook proper right. is because like like normal Facebook is something that's like open to everyone. Right. You can see friends of friends stuff. You can have a lot of stuff. Like most of the stuff I post on Facebook, like on my own feed, is all open to whoever. Right. Because most of the shit I post on there is like the Facebook or the YouTube right. stuff. You know, stuff I'm like trying to promote. Whereas in the group, that's not stuff. You can't share stuff from a private group. Right. So that's why I'm a little bit more um, open to, you know, 18 plus content being right. in there because it's not something that can be shared to, to whoever. Right. There's and not, you have control there, over who joins the group. Yes, right. exactly, exactly. So, you know, I don't know. It, it, social media is this big, nasty quagmire of whatever it wants to quagmire. be. Quagmire. <laughs> what? Family guy, uh-huh. quagmire. Oh. Because he's nasty too. <laughs> <laughs> he is nasty. Uh, but it's, I'll find it again. It's this big cesspool. Is that yes, a better, better yeah, term? Yeah. Either, so, either actually, either one works. But So it's a big cesspool of, of, you know, really anything. You know, the, the, we've always talked about you can go, if you got any like crazy fetish, there's a website for you out there or there's a magazine for ma- you. What started with, was that Pat Oswald? Pat Oswald. There's that. a guy who gets up every morning, puts on a suit and tie, goes to work for Piss Drinkers Weekly or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the same thing with Facebook. Right. Like, whatever your like crazy idea is, there's a Facebook group for it or there's a Facebook page for it or there's other crazy people on Facebook that have the same crazy whatever. Right. 
Yep. Which was innocent stuff, which 99% of it is innocent. I don't know about 99%. Well, okay. 75. <laughs> a, l- a large percentage. It comes from a point of innocence, but it's been, you know, for every, you know, person who follows, you know, Manchester United, there's yeah. someone out there following Piss Drinkers Weekly. Yeah. And for every Piss Drinkers Weekly, there's someone following, you know, Diddling little kids, you know, dot com. It's yeah. Hopefully, that's not a website. I, <laughs> it, I, I, I don't know, but I, I doubt it. If it is, it's probably an FBI yeah. sting. <laughs> probably. Well, I would hope so. Right. Um, so, if you're an actual pedophile, you should probably go there and find out. Get you off the street. <laughs> the uh, yeah, but I, like you said at the beginning, though, I don't see like social media is not going anywhere. No, and it's actually, it I think did, it's only going to get worse unless. I think we're going to get to a, a point where they're going to really have to start censoring. Start it. censoring it, which is dangerous in and of itself, too. Because, but is it though? Well, here's here's my thing. It isn't, but it is because it, there come there may come a point where the algorithm, the the censoring algorithms, are going to have to be so precise that they just start censoring the innocent stuff too, the stuff he, that could be good. This is what they could do, though. They could say. Um, you know, no, we'll, we'll stick to politics. Okay? Right. You, we'll say, you know, Facebook could come out and say, look, there is no political content on open Facebook uh, eight to 12 months, whatever you want to do, prior to a, a national election. Mm-hmm. With the exception of private groups. Like, if you want to have a private Donald Trump 2024 group, knock your fucking self out. Mm-hmm. But you can't post any of that stuff in open Facebook. Right. Sad thing is, is that that wouldn't solve any problems. I think it would, though. I, I, it would solve, it would solve I, a problem for me, then politics, I wouldn't have to listen or see it on my politics feed. Politics in particular is something that I think, you know, prior to social media, you didn't know your, you know, friend from third grade's viewpoints on, yeah, on, on you know, Afghanistan or anything else. Unless you actually like, sat down and had a conversation about it, mm. I think that's where the the we've been over politicized, right? You know, in the in the U.S., it's this like twenty four hour news cycle that we've been in for you know twenty plus years, and I think Facebook and social media in general is something that because of the political aspect, because of political conversations, I think has really driven a wedge between a lot of people in this country. Yeah. It has, and, and to be fair, social media didn't start this. It's the 24-hour news cycle oh, that yeah, started absolutely, this. Absolutely. It was, you know, CNN, MSNBC, yeah. Fox but it, News, it, all it, that it, stuff. It bled into social media rather quickly. It flooded social media. But Facebook in particular is going to have to do something mm-hmm. because they might not be around in 20 years if they don't do something I, about I'm, it. I'm honestly thinking they're not going to be around in 20 years anyway just because – it's a generational thing. Look at MySpace. Yeah. You know, MySpace, it's still there, but no one ever fucking yeah, uses it. Yeah. Facebook will eventually be the MySpace of the future. Because Same with Instagram and Snapchat. They'll all be replaced by something better and newer. Yeah. You're already you know. seeing younger generations uh, not use Facebook because right. of the toxic environment. That and that the fact is. that their parents are using it, too. It's like, why do I want to use what my parents are using? Yeah. You know? It's, but, well, you can't really say that because kids use TikTok and Ian, you use TikTok. I don't a have lot. kids, so it's <laughs> fine. Well, <laughs> I don't use TikTok a lot, but no. But I, you're the one who got me on it, damn it! <laughs> you're like thing, a drug dealer. The, the same thing with Mandy, except for I'm not. 
No, you are. You're like, dude. You're like, Ooh, here, look. You should see this video. Ooh, look, see this video. Oh, you need to get TikTok. I don't want TikTok. No, you need to get TikTok. Don't be such a square. Look at this t- video. This is funny. <laughs> this is funny. Then I get on TikTok. You're like. Oh, Tic Tac sucks. <laughs> you walk away. <laughs> That's not really a drug dealer, though, because I'm not selling you anything. All right, you're a bad drug dealer. <laughs> the world's worst drug dealer. Right. Get him hooked and then just walk away. <laughs> you're on your own, buddy. Fuck you, kid. <laughs> Heroin sucks. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're like the drug dealer who like gets them hooked and then tells them they're stupid for being on drugs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um I don't know, man. That's all I had though. Yeah. Anything else you want no, to add? No, no, that's it. Um Yeah. yeah if, if you got any questions or comments, you can email us at you know what's our email address? Life in general pod at gmail.com. It is. Look at that. And we are on social media. Hey, we're on Facebook. Yeah. The devil. The quagmire. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The cesspool. <laughs> the cesspool that is Facebook. Yeah. Um so yeah, we're on Facebook and that's uh, about everything else. You can find us anywhere. Uh we're on uh, Podbean and iTunes and all that. Spotify. Are we on Spotify? We are on Spotify. We should be. Yeah, we should be on. Oh, by the way, that's a big announcement I want to make was, Uh-oh. if you're still listening to the episode, is just this week, Facebook finally made it to where um, your podcast feed is right on your Facebook page. Oh. So you no longer have to go to our Facebook page, click on it, and then go to like Podbean to listen to it. You can listen to this podcast directly through our Facebook page. Very cool. So th- this will be the very first episode. We may we'll be double our listeners to Woo-hoo! five or well, six. We've got more listeners than that, <laughs> and Jesus. Okay. Well, still. <laughs> Maybe 12 then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, man. Uh, until next time. Talk to y'all later. Peace. Playing my role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you took over, so you wanna hang. Shoulder to shoulder, them niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub. Hoping you get you some. This here like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Know they see the sign. That's some down the now they sick as fuck. Now they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Now you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the car, Billy. Oh shit. Right now, and I'm smiling in your face, bitch. With a ghost smile, you should probably make placement to your eye. Niggas sick as fuck. Standing with niggas. Who died for that party? Who died for some bitches who showing their bodies?